that Fort McMurray matters. Keeping you connected to our community. Brought to you by Cooper and Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome to the show. My name is Alex McLeod. Today we're joined in studio by Dale to talk about Remembrance Day. So just jumping right into it, who are you and what do you do? Oh, thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Dale Benfeld. I am the first vice president of the local branch of the Royal Canadian Legion, Branch 165. I'm also the uh, service officer for the uh, Legion, as well as the curator and president of the local military museum of the RMWB. Before we kind of jump into Remembrance Day, let's get to know you. Kind of how long have you been in the community? Did you grow up here, move here? What was kind of your history, I guess? Well, I uh, actually came here in 2011 with the RCMP. Uh, I was actually actually in the Okanagan and was asked to move from there to here. Um, so I've been here well over well, 12 years now. And so with the RCMP, I understand you were also in the Army. What was kind of your experience with serving both within the RCMP compared to the Army? Like kind of how old were you when you got into that and everything? Well, I started, if you want to call my military career, with the Army cadets when I was 13. And then when I was 17, actually I was still 16, I joined the uh, Communication Reserves in Red Deer, Alberta. Then I went to the regular force when I was 18. I served 28 years, was service across Canada and around the world. I probably served in every province less Manitoba with the military in some capacity. And then through Europe, with what we call Canadian Forces Europe, Yugoslavia, Somalia, the Western Sahara, the Middle East, Afghanistan, so and seeing a lot of the world. For sure. What were kind of some of the favorite places that you got to experience, whether it was within Canada or in like the Middle East? Well, I guess there's there are highlights everywhere. Highlight dependent on the situations we were in. A lot of times the people I met that got to experience things with me or I got to experience by knowing them. I really enjoyed being in a place called Petawawa, Ontario. Probably the best base I served on. But from a climate point of view, it was Chilliwack because uh, we didn't get that much snow and it wasn't so cold. I learned a lot overseas, experiencing new cultures and finding out uh, how different people live and how to interact with them. So why do you believe that Remembrance Day is so important having, I guess, served yourself? Well, it's interesting. I have a great-grandfather and a grandfather who all served in World War One and World War II and beyond. And I never really thought the Legion was my place. Even in the technically 40 years that I was uh, in uniform, I didn't go to the Legion because I thought it was my grandfather's place. And over time, I began to realize that uh, with many Legions closing because of lack of members, that I was part of the problem. If the new generation of veterans, because I didn't consider myself a veteran, because I hadn't been in a great big war. And as such, if we didn't join, and if we didn't keep it alive, then it was going to die. And we've seen across Canada, so many legions have closed for lack of membership. So with the one here, it was after the flood in 2020 that I felt that it was time to get involved. And so one of the ways I felt we could do that was by moving my collection. I've collected military items from around the world for the last 40 years and beyond. So let's create a museum. Let's get people in so they feel that it is a military a touch point for everybody in the community. For those military members in the community, it's a place to go where they can feel at home again. There's things on the wall that they'll remember, things they can reminisce with or tell stories about. That's how I got involved there. How did you kind of start collecting the military stuff? Was it from like your great grandpa and grandpa or was it just something like you picked up as an interest when you were kind of in cadets and everything? Don't know how it really started because at one time uh, military surplus was that just surplus. Nobody wanted it. It was used either when you painted something, you just ruined it or whatever. And it was everywhere. Uh, my grandfather was the first one that I really he had some things that, that resonated with me. And uh, so as I got into cadets, started realizing that 
this stuff is interesting. There's a lot of history to it. And so I started collecting it. And as I went along, one time people would just give you things because, well, they just want to get it out of their house. But over time, I, it became serious that there was pieces of history that needed to be preserved so that when I'm talking to young children or even young adults, they understand what these things are. They can feel it and they can touch it. What's your favorite piece that you have, whether it's on display or something you kept for yourself personally that either has like a lot of memory or it's just kind of cool in general? I have components that from uniforms to weapons and I'll preface that the weapons are all de-weaponized because I don't want those type of things in, in our community. They're legal. Well, that's a police officer. Yeah. Well, they are legal, <laughs> but also, yeah, we just don't want them there. But I want people to be able to touch them and feel them. But mine is a an armored vehicle I, I built. Ooh. So we got it for a dollar when we were in Kamloops. It was a piece of junk. But my daughter and I have spent many years rebuilding it. And to us and to me, that is my centerpiece. Because all the time, well, she was six when we started, we used to take it to her elementary school. She used to drive around with it. She's now past college, but she loves to talk to you know young guys that tell them about their big trucks and their lift kits. And she says, I have a tank. And of course, they tell her, that's not true. She says, well, let's go for a drive. And she takes them to her tank because it's named Amber. So the whole fleet I have, I have about seven running vehicles and 14 vehicles in total all are named Amber one through different times and there's a picture of her at that time when we were rebuilding it in it so those are the things that really to me resonate yeah that's yeah. such a cool experience because yeah. it's like you have a piece of history but also all those memories with your daughter growing up and having that like special moment of rebuilding it I think that's super cool what she used to always like was the show called tank overhaul it was on the history channel for a number of years and she thought that was the coolest show because that was you and I dad you and I are rebuilding we're talking to Dale from the local Canadian Legion about his service in the army and RCMP and how the region is looking to on our Remembrance Day. We're just going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. We're back to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. We're talking to Dale from the local Canadian Legion about his service in the Army and RCMP and how the region is looking to honor Remembrance Day. And with the Military Museum, what kind of displays and I guess honors are you guys doing for Remembrance Day? Well, this year there's going to be two functions in our community. Uh, there's going to be a parade at Mac Island on November 11th. Public is welcome to come starting at 9.30 to you know, lay, lay wreaths or do personal remembrance at the Cenotaph. We're asking people to be seated at 10.15 and, and the flag and flag party will march on at 10.40. That will be indoors and it'll culminate with a march pass of the veterans at about 11.10. We would then invite everybody there to come down to the clubhouse in Waterways, which is also the museum, and to see what is there. The other one I'll touch on is that there's an outdoor ceremony at the Legion, at the outdoor Cenotaph. It'll be at 1040, followed again by everybody being invited back into the clubhouse. Uh, this year, what is of uh, uniqueness is we have a display of a gentleman named Gordon White. Uh, Gordon White was a, a, a young man that was born and raised here in, in Fort McMurray, and uh, he decided that he wanted to serve like his father had in World War II. And so he decided because it was 1967-68 that uh, Canada had no conflict so he went down and joined the US Marine Corps and he joined it up in Montana he graduated from Paris Island came back seen his family and unfortunately three weeks later he was killed by a landmine in Vietnam his body was flown back with honors by the US Marine Corps and he's buried at the Pioneer Park so this year, meeting with the family, I've been able to collect uh, a number of artifacts they have, his uniform, memorabilia from the family that you know really bring him back to them. 
Now, he's never been recognized. He's been recognized by the city as being a service member. There's mm-hmm. a Gordon White Way uh, in behind the dollar store downtown. So he has been named. But as you can understand, at those time in the, in the world, he wasn't a Canadian service member. He couldn't join the Canadian Legion or could be recognized. We're going to do that now. Met Penny, his younger sister. We have completed a display. It'll have his uniform, medals, and everything else. But we want about 30 family members coming back from across Canada. Wow. Because uh, this is their opportunity to come together and to recognize Gordon. They're going to be our memorial family this year. Traditionally, you have what's called a Silver Cross Mother, and there will be a Silver Cross Mother we have at the Legion, which represents those mothers that have lost uh, a son or a daughter in the service. Our memorial family is our touchstone to let the White family be recognized for their loss. And we're going to have uh, one of Gordon's comrades who actually served with him in the Marine Corps, who will be here actually giving a presentation on his time with him. So if you come to Mac Island to the ceremony there, Penny Fedora, younger sister of Gordon, will speak to him and what it was like to lose a brother. His nephew, uh, Nick, will also be speaking about how you'll keep the family torch forward to not forget Gordon. And then Dana, uh, another gentleman who served with Gordon, will give a retrospective of what it was like when they served together. Great opportunity for the the public to, to see what it's like and to actually see a family who is lost and how they carried on. For sure, that'll be such a special thing to mm-hmm. come and see, like especially people coming from like all over Canada, coming in from the States to kind of honor someone that they either grew up with, worked with, stuff like that. What kind of went into the background of, I guess, choosing the White family as the Memorial family? How do you guys kind of choose that year to year? Well, it's normally done by the executive committee of the Legion. In this year, it happened to be that I had run into Rick, the nephew of uh, Gordon and one of the his aunts, they were in the museum and there was probably this early spring and they asked about Gordon and I said, oh, I've heard of him and I showed him a, a small piece that I had on him and that's when they started uh, telling me, oh no, there's, there's more in this family. So they put me in contact with Penny and through Penny, who lives in Slave Lake, we've been communicating, I've gone to visit her, exchanged and so she's really been the, the lightning rod to bring it all together because the, the realize that Gordon's history needs to stay in Fort McMurray because this is where his uh, friends and family are and they want that memory to stay here. And for people that like want to bring down their kids to this event and kind of like see the impact and everything what why is it so important for I guess the younger generations to kind of learn about this learn about what someone has went through what the families went through and honor veterans. And it's a very good point because I speak to many uh, schools classrooms etc through immaturity sometimes there's this great feeling that war is a great game and uh, unfortunately there's no reset button and I try to bring to them the fact that there is a human cost to it. Pictures I have from Somalia or Afghanistan shows the the, the children and, and how it has affected them. The intent is not to to scare them but just to educate them that you know a lot of these myths or ideas that they have when I hand them you know a real piece of history they can feel the weight they can understand that that uniform is heavy because it's made of wool or when they speak to a veteran they're actually people and there's been a change in some ways because the veteran has always used to be even when I grew up was a white-haired guy with a bunch of medals and a blue jacket but we have a whole new crop of veterans after Afghanistan you know they're in their mid to late 30s now and so 
these are the ones that uh, are going to carry that torch on and are there to speak to them so that they actually have that that understand that they're real people and they can give you real-time stories yeah i was my grandma volunteers with the legion down in calgary and i was talking to her about this last year and she's like people don't realize how many young veterans there are like like you said you picture an old person like with the white hair when you think of a veteran but it's like no they're young people like the afghanistan war wasn't that long ago but people view it as because it's it's not right now kind of thing (laughs) we're talking to dale from the local canadian legion about his service in the army and rcmp and how the region is looking to honor remembrance day we're just going to take a quick break and we'll be right back we're back to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. We're talking to Dale from the local Canadian Legion about his service in the Army and RCMP and how the region is looking to honour Remembrance Day. How can the local community kind of get involved in Remembrance Day, whether it is coming down to events or, I guess, day-to-day stuff like donating, wearing poppies? The poppy uh, is a great symbol uh, to show your your appreciation outright. By wearing your, your, your poppy on your left breast, it, it signifies that you recognize the, the service men and women before in Canada have given. The money that comes from that goes into a poppy fund. As a service officer, I work with a lot of homeless veterans. Unfortunately, a lot of veterans come home. It doesn't always have to mean that they, they have been wounded physically but mentally. So we've had up to 17 homeless veterans in our community. Currently we have none. And that's a result of our poppy fund. The money collected through the poppy sales helps us find alternate accommodation form to assist them to get rehabilitation because people have to understand the Legion does not get any money from the federal government. We're not part of the federal government. And that is a misconception sometimes made. The money we use to support homeless veterans, veterans in transition, veterans that are coming out of the military but are trying to figure out how to get into the workforce. So we have helmets to hard hat programs. We have veteran housing that we can put them into. All of that is done through the generous donations done by the community. That is done through poppies, even stuff like bingo that is run every uh, Sunday helps us and helps veterans because it keeps the legion open. If we lose the legion, there's no more military presence in this community. And where does that history go? I don't know. It goes into basements or into people's you know, drawers. We want to keep that alive. So we ask the public, please, you're welcome to come to these events. Come to the museum. The museum is there for you. There's no charge. It's there because we want you to understand that many of the streets that you have in your community, Rio Martin Drive, Gordon White Way, there's a lot of them that are named after veterans. We're working with the naming committee with the RMWB to try to get poppies put on so people know that when they see it, that name is associated to the veteran. I really like that. I was curious on the topic of like veteran homelessness and everything with the RMWB kind of just recently being named the third community in Canada to end veteran homelessness. Like, I was just curious how you kind of feel about that and the steps being taken towards that or have been taken towards that. So two things, Uh, the service officer position in the Legion is unique because what it is is veterans traditionally are the type of people that don't want to ask for help they've been self-reliant they've been forefront you know they're strong individuals they don't need help so the last ones to ask for help but they will come to a legion because to them that's their touchstone and the service officer's job is to meet with veterans and if they have problems if they are not getting the, the help they need with Veterans Affairs Canada uh, is to be that link to help them make sure that they are getting the support services they need and a lot of times that's just getting them on a computer or helping them 
get on a computer. But it, the first part is getting them to ask for help. So we do stuff like, we talked about transitional housing, food hampers, all these type of things that they won't go and ask for, but they will accept from the Legion. So that's what the the, the big point is. Jumping back into the events, just to wrap it up, kind of when and where are the events happening? And again, push those out. And if people want to do a little bit more research, where can they find that info? The Fort McMurray Royal Canadian Legion, Branch 165, will be hosting two separate Remembrance Day parades on Saturday, November 11th. The parade at McDonald Island will be indoors. All wreaths will be placed prior to the public's arrival by veterans and youth groups. The public is invited to observe this between 9.30 and 10 o'clock to complete any individual acts of remembrance. The public is asked to be seated by 10.15 as the color party will be marched on at 10.20. The Cenotaph service will begin at 10.40. March Pass will be following the service at 11.15. We will invite everybody at that time to come to the Legion and Waterways, to the clubhouse and visit. We will have chili and hot drinks and visit the military museum. So that's one. The other one is the parade at the Legion Branch 165. It will be outdoors. All wreaths will be placed prior to the public's arrival. They can come by the Legion between 10.30 and 10.40 for any individual acts of remembrance. The ceremony will begin at 10.40 and will end at 11.10. And again, please come inside. Uh, we just recently uh, acquired some more military vehicles. Kids love to see tanks and trucks, and that's our intent is to expand this so that people, whoever drives by, you'll see we have a, a lav from Afghanistan Jeeps from the 1960s. There's a tank turret in the back end now being renovated, and uh, you can go from there. But if you have any questions, it's legion.ca. It'll take you to our main page. We have a Facebook page, and the museum has a Facebook page. Awesome. And then is there anything else that we missed during the interview that you want to cover before we finish up? No, I, I just want to truly ask public please be part of it remembrance day remember is not a holiday it's a day of remembrance been almost a hundred years since it started in 1926 before it was called armistice day that two minutes of silence no matter where you are please pause and think about the thousands of canadians and other soldiers but really these are your neighbors what they did and where they went and that while we always remember those we lost we need to remember those that returned home because not all of them came home complete. Well, I just want to say thank you for taking the time. And again, also, thank you for your service. No, thank you. That's the end of another edition of Fort McMurray Matters. Want a copy of this episode or any past episode? Download the podcast at Mix1037FM.com. Brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix103.7.